there was a guy last year for March Madness, and all he did was bet the underdogs. Whole March matches every game, bet underdogs, and he won like twelve hundred bucks because of the odds and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I should have done that this year. I think I would have hit pretty big on FDU, even though I think they just lost. But um, that's a pretty good fucking March Madness is one of those things where it's a fucking crapshoot, and anybody can beat anybody. You just and never know. And look, that goes for any sport, but in March Madness, it seems like it's just uh, magnified to a certain degree. I don't know what it is. I don't know about the moment. It's or the one tournament that any giving game an upset can happen. That, that's, why it's, that's why it sells so great to the public. That's why it's the greatest tournament on planet Earth, really. I, I can somewhat agree about that because it's like you had a 16 beat a one for the second time in history. Yep. How fucking cool is that? I know you don't like that, Tyler, because like you you fucking want ever the the favorites to win every goddamn thing. We're we're joined by Joshua, just a bitch, just bones. He's on his way home, but he's still never repping. Bailey. I'm always repping. Uh, I mean, it's kind of falling off in the in the lately, you know. I will say this. Jared reminded me that he's still to bring the Doug Kleban Award. Yeah, I know. Shit. <laughs> from Como High School. It's going to happen. What's the deal, man? What's wrong with you? I'm, need, starting, uh, to, I'm I, starting to question if you were the really the award winner or uh, <laughs> it's just bullshit. Listen to me. I got to go dig deep in the old man's storage room to find a son of a bitch but it is there and it will happen he said it's like four foot tall so like it's, it's, it's every time every time i talk to him it, it grows like a foot it started off as like a two foot tall trophy now it's three next week it's gonna be four like before you know it it ain't gonna fit in the door <laughs> that's what she said it's gonna happen it's gonna happen i promise you. i swear jb she ain't never said that about you bro don't worry about it <laughs> I was going to say, that's what I tell my bumper dates every time, every new date, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. How, how's that working for you? <laughs> not very good. No? <laughs> so, no, it's not, it's not. I, I do have a question about last week when y'all went to Sugar Jam, right? Yeah. So you didn't come to? You're right, because I had to go to fucking Paulina the Sunday oh, morning. They wanted geez, me to go out Saturday gosh. night to go, yeah, fuck that. Anyway... You went on a you went on a bumble date right before that. It was kind of like a bumble meetup because it was wait, kind wait, of a last. Hold on a second, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I might be old and shit, but what's a bumble date? Bumble is like a, uh, it's like a. You uh, must be old, Jay. <laughs> you know what bumble is. I'm old as fuck. My man's a Doug Cleveland Award winner. Okay, he's old. All right, <laughs> don't worry about it. But bumble. Tyler, what, what is the bumble? What is the bumble noise? I'd fuck, I don't know. Hey, what? No, Tyler. Tyler knows it. I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? What's the, what's the bumble noise? Anytime I mention bumble, what do you do? <laughs> it's basically a dating app where you can you can try and match with somebody, but if the lady doesn't match with you, you just you just put off to the side. Jesus well, Christ! So y'all have to you have to match with someone, and then the lady makes the first move. 
What the fuck happened to meeting people in public? Yeah, JB. Because I'm shallow and <laughs> like to talk to people. JB, I, I mean, I saw you at the uh, the wide load uh, ball. You were like out there getting it. I mean, what happened with that? I mean, that's public as you can get, bro. Well, man, I, I like to I like to have fun. It's just normally when I'm in that kind of when I'm in that kind of mode, I don't think about like the interaction with women. So it's kind of it's kind of like my blessing but my curse. Well, Jesus, I mean, I'm married, and I could have met about 20 chicks at that place, you know what I'm saying? I, I, mean, right? what, I don't know what I'm... Jared, help me out, man. See, this is what I need. Carl and Tyler don't do a good job of being a wingman for me, so I just need a good wingman. Bitch, like, I, I know you ain't talking shit man. about me, bro. I've lifted you up like a goddamn <laughs> on an altar trying to help your fucking ass. And you but, still can't you still can't seal the deal, bro. But listen, when you're married, a wingman can go so far, bro, before the wife starts asking what the hell's going on, bro. You know? That's true. That's very true. Maybe and I it, just need to give Tyler Any anyway. About your bumble date. Why didn't you bring your bumble yeah. date to Sugar Jam? What happened, bro? Um, you know, okay, here's the thing about Bumble is that uh, it's the first time or my situation it's kind of the first time you meet somebody so it could be a little bit awkward to be like hey you want to come hang out with my friends like don't even know if they like me you know so i you know if you don't want to be put in that situation where like not only are you unsure about if you like the person just to like hang out with but you even like their friends so i think it's just a lot of pressure so but you brought a first date to our fucking christmas party what are you talking about and being worried about what she thinks of your friends and shit <laughs> yeah, like this is true this is true <laughs> Wait, was that our first date? Yes. Yes. Somebody, it was the. It was like the first time you met this girl, and then she met us too, and it was like, ah, oh, this is fucking weird. I don't even remember what we were talking about before <laughs> you came on the fucking. I I do. What Will Wade? Please, please connect. No, because because you were giving me a hard time about me and my lack of wanting upsets. Yeah, it's true. And I was trying. I was trying to defend myself. Defend yourself, so, please. When, First off, one thing I forgot to say, I actually picked you out to beat Tennessee. Um, is that but, is that because your father-in-law is a huge Tennessee homer? No, I mean I would I would have probably pulled for Tennessee because of that. But they were, they were out. Um, the, the, their point guard was what hurt that game. Is that correct, Tyler? I I really don't even remember if I'm being honest with you. I think so. Yeah. I know I, I know they were a little banged up. They couldn't shoot, but, but they could play defense. That's what got you well then. Yeah, I mean, just overall athleticism and whatever. Yeah, better size, yeah. better athletes. I mean, it's, yeah, that's just what's going to happen in a game like that. Yeah, and I mean, to, for a team to upset a, a, a better team, you have to have some things go your way. and it just, You it didn't have to be able to shoot the basketball with consistency. For a lower seed to beat a better seed, you have to be able to shoot the ball. Yeah, and I mean, it. you know, it's just part of it. But my whole thing with upsets is, is we, we talk like – there, there's like half the tournament is upsets, and it's just not true. No, you're right. Like, it's just what we remember. We just remember Princeton beating Arizona. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. We don't, we don't remember some of the other blowouts that happened in that round. And it's like, it's like the conversation I was, I've had with y'all before, and I've had this conversation with somebody else the other day. People don't want to watch Fairleigh Dickinson against Florida Atlantic. Like, you even made the comment, you said, I think they played earlier. Because uh, they, no one watched no I, one watched the damn I, game. I watched it because I was here, but otherwise I wouldn't have. But, but he's right. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if, if Fairleigh Dickinson beats Florida Atlantic and they move on and play a better seed team, they want to watch right. that. But you're right. To me, I, I watched I watch the World Baseball Classic instead of that game earlier. Oh, I couldn't watch that I mean, game. It's actually really good. I was shocked. It was actually really entertaining. You watched Italy make Nespresso's in the dugout? No, but did, y- did y'all watch last night? Y'all no, didn't see last no. night in the U.S. game. Huh? Dude, they were I losing. I LSU baseball. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I watched that um, the whole weekend. But, like, late last night, the uh, U.S. was losing by two runs in the eighth inning. And uh, Trey Turner hit a grand slam to take the lead, and then uh, the U.S. was beating Cuba early, like 13-2. to two. They finally started playing really well, but it's been really entertaining. Um, but anyway, back to the NCAA tournament. I, it I, it pains me to say this, but Alabama is probably the best team. Um, I, I really hope, really hope they, they lose at some point. I just, I can't stomach the idea of them being good in basketball. But, I think I think the the biggest thing with the NCAA tournament is that yeah you have seeds based on you know your regular season, but it seems like any game that you watch can go one way or the other. But that's that's what makes it entertaining. That's what makes it. That's the draw, right? And yeah. whether whether that's or why not Vegas loves it. Oh, 100 percent. And that's but that's why. You know, it's not to say Cinderella's are going to go the whole way, right? But when a 16 beats a 1, it's like, all right, yeah, they probably got lucky. They probably were, were – they hit their stride on the right night, and now they're out, and it is what it is. But it's that unpredictability of what can happen. Because when you watch a 16 and a 1, you expect the 1 to win. And you expect the 1 to go – to the final four or, you know. At least sweet, elite, sweet 16. Sweet, yeah, exactly. But the problem is, like, Purdue's a basketball school. Like, it ain't known for anything else. No, I, I Like, hey. in Alabama, it's like, yeah, you got football, you have baseball, things, right? Purdue is a basketball school. So when they lose to a 16 seed, that's a big that's, fucking deal. It is a big deal. But it's kind of like Tyler's North Carolina bullshit. You know what I mean? Like he got all happy about North Carolina because he don't like North Carolina. I don't either. And they fucking, they, they fucking didn't even get invited to the NIT or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they did, you know? Here, here's something about Purdue for y'all. This is the third straight year they've lost to a double-digit seed. Damn. Third straight year. So they're gonna yeah. after this year they're gonna hire Will Wade. <laughs> <laughs> the American it's, gangsters coming, boy. He's got all kind of offers, bro. The the other the other thing, this is the second straight year that a fifteen seed makes it to the sweet sixteen. You gotta it's, love it though. Do you not love it? Honestly, like this is crazy. I, this is the least I've, amount of I've watched college basketball probably in my life. And I love college basketball. And to something you said earlier about anything can happen, no, there's no doubt about it. 
what's crazy is, and, and I've, I've like read this for years from like college basketball writers, we make we, we make such a big deal about the tournament, but there are games like these crazy endings all year long in college basketball, but people just don't watch it. You know what I mean? That's right. Like this this is what's been going on all year, and we just don't watch it until it gets to this, and then all of a sudden everybody freaks out for. You know what is it? Two, three weeks? Yeah, or whatever. It, it's that the kind of, betting though. Well, because people who don't watch college basketball at this time of year, they're placing their bets, their odds. That's why the the focus is on it. That's why people want to see it. They want to see the upsets. Like I'm right. With, I, I'm with you, Tyler. I want to see the best four in the final four play each other because that's the best basketball we can see, right? If you get these upset teams, make them win the, to the lead eight or final four. We know eventually that it's what's going to happen. They're going to get smashed. It's going to happen. I don't. I, I don't disagree with you, but you you brought up a good point. Is that this happens all year, but the games don't matter as much, right? The games don't matter. It's not win or lose or lose or go home, right? Yeah, that's the problem. That's, but that's, that's, that's the that's the romanticity about the tournament. It, right there. it is why. NCAA, like March Madness, but also college football means so much because every game means so much. Yep. You lose one, uh, you're fucked. Or you lose two, you're fucked. You know what I mean? And so yeah. to watch it throughout the year, it's hard because you're like, okay, I don't really know. I can't comprehend what that means to that team right this second. Well, you're not watching every conference. No, I know. Like, but Like in football, you even, know with how the ACC, who's the best team in the SEC or the Big 12, you know who the best team is. In basketball, if you're not following consistently, you don't know who's the big dog over here. Who's big, you know what I'm saying? Like, but even You have if it, to watch it consistently to know. 100%. But even if it's your team and they're playing a conference game and, yeah, they probably need to win – but there's still a pretty chance, a good chance that that game doesn't mean as much as you think it might mean in that particular time and place. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. No, that's a, that's a fair point for sure. But um, it's, and it's kind of like college baseball, right? To transition a little bit, LSU I'm took glad you did. two or three, right? Which you did call, although you called the days wrong. But I'll, I'll cut you a little slack. Pitching killed us today, you you said Friday and Sunday they would win. I think is what you said, but I don't. I think so. I listened. I took notes. <laughs> I, I'm I'm regurgitating them, you know. But I can't believe you're actually getting giving Tyler credit for something. What you mean, bro? I give look. I, y'all shit on me enough last week. Hey, hey Carl, t- tell tell me why I said that they wouldn't sweep. What, what, what did I say their weakness is? Fuck, I don't remember what, that. Their weakness is, is what... Is, I, I don't even remember if you were there or not whenever me and Barrett were talking about it. The thing I'm most concerned with for them is pitching. Everyone just thinks because they have this lineup that's ridiculous, and they do, that it, the pitching's not going to matter. Today, their lack of pitching depth reared its ugly head, and they lost today because they simply couldn't throw it over the plate. 100%. It's, it's what my big fear for them is. On Friday nights, you can you can pencil it in almost every Friday night. They're going to get six innings, probably shut out baseball, close to it. That's right. And that's dominant performance. But everything after that is a freaking toss-up. You're right. 
It is scary. It's not good. And not only that, there's not a lot of depth. You saw this weekend. There's just they don't trust a ton of arms out of that bullpen at all. And I don't know, man. They're gonna win a lot of games because they're gonna score a lot of runs. And it, some of those guys are very talented, but they are far, far, far so from let me, let the me, team that I think so many people think they are. Though, Tyler, you're one hundred percent correct, and that was my biggest concern coming into the season. We knew they had the bats. We knew they had the athleticism and the bats to do what they wanted to do. But after their Friday night starter, you you could probably scratch a Saturday night in there. If you got to get deep into a tournament situation, do they have the pitching to be? You can't listen. We all know in any sport, you can be hot one day and be done the next. But if you don't have both sides of the table pitching and hitting, when it comes to like May and June, you're in trouble. You're in trouble when it comes to tournament season with pitching, especially <laughs> depth in the bullpen. That's where it will catch you in the ass every time. Well, so I'm I'm kind of interested in in your opinion, Tyler, as far as if you had to choose one or the other, premier pitching. Oh, give me pitching all day. or premier offense. Because you know there, there's there's a couple of trains of thought, right? If you have enough offense, it should be able to combat lack of defense and or pitching. Doesn't happen. It never happens like that. I, hey, I hear you. I'm just throwing it out there as like a discussion topic, right? You can what? throw it out there, but I'm telling you, it never happens. If you have pitching and defense, you can win championships. If you can't hit? Yes. If you have if you have leadership in your team, you know what I'm saying? With great pitching and good defense, you can win all day long. If you have power hitters to the lineup, but you have mediocre pitching, decent leadership, maybe decent defense, you can't win at the end of the day. You can win a lot of games, but you can't win at the end of the day. The big game, you cannot win it like that. In my that's, opinion. That's, that's fair. I, like, that's such a – in my mind, it's such a fine line, right, that it it teeters on between back and forth. Because baseball is such a weird game. Baseball is not a football game where typically you have better athletes that can outclass you or outskill you or out whatever. Baseball – Luck comes into it, and we've talked about it before on this podcast, but luck comes into it a lot more frequently. Look at the teams that have won the, the college, uh, World Series over the years. You had Coastal Carolina win the World Series, right? You've had uh, – The Chanticleers. That's right. Was it not, not San Jose State? Um, Jesus Christ. Fresno State. Fresno, Fresno State. Fresno State. Fresno State. Right? Were they – like you could you could put LSU's teams, UCLA, all these teams against them all day long, and the talent is not even match. You know what I'm saying? But discipline, good leadership, good pitching, good defense, to me, always wins championships in baseball. That's fair, Tyler. What's your take I, on that? Um, I think so. LSU's to me, guys, pretty much defensively, they've been fantastic this year. They were god awful last year, but they've been really good. Um, the, the biggest thing, like kind of what I, my biggest fear would be the whole year or the beginning of the year was the, the lack of depth on the mound. Now, the positive for them is is that they still have a long time to figure that out. And they have able bodies. It's can they put it all together? You you know, we're talking about weekend one of the SEC. They still have nine weekends of conference left to fit to, to get all that figured out. But in my opinion, I mean, I, I agree with Jared. you got to be able to pitch. And, to, like, you – you know, having a Friday night obviously is important. I think it's really important that you have two 
really good arms. Like Tennessee has two really good starters. But the most important thing to me is you you got to have depth in the bullpen. Yes. You know, college baseball and major league baseball are two completely different games. Okay, but you look at like the Astros last year. The Astros had so much success because of the depth they had in the bullpen. And you got to have guys out there, you know, that you can trust to put in the game, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth inning that can that can win games for you and can get outs. And I, I think LSU's got a few guys, but <clears throat> they need more. Um, I, so I, I would say pitching. I, I would say I've, I've always thought that way. If you have pitching, you have a chance because LSU has offense. Well, today I scored four quick runs. A&M puts two left-handers out there that were just lights out and good pitching shuts down good offense. And let's and, be honest, you know, A&M started walked like what four or five in the first two innings. I mean, he, he gave them. Now we, we got quality yeah. hits in between that, but I mean, if that doesn't yeah. happen, that game's probably one, nothing, two, nothing in the third or fourth, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard sometimes to play that game because maybe if you'd have threw more strikes, maybe they'd hit right. more balls too. You're you right. Know? You but, know, you never know, but I'm just saying. Uh, LSU you can't one rely thing on they, offense every time. No, and I think one thing they've done really well, because to me there's – there's uh, this is high school baseball, but there's three pillars for me. The team that walks the least amount of people, makes the least amount of errors, and gets the most two-out clutch hits, wins games. Yep. And – that's one thing they're doing really well is two out hits. They've had some really, 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 really good at bats with, with two outs and runners in scoring position. Um, they're, they're, look, they're still loaded. I'm not at all panicking or anything like that. No. It's still really early. This is a really good team. I think that I haven't seen every team. I've watched a lot of college baseball however many past however many weeks. To me, they're still the the best the best team I've seen. Um, but they still got a long way to go in the pitching front. Do you think some of that is, one, our expectation going into the season or, you know, something else where we always want to look at what could be better? No matter how good a team I'm is. I'm going to tell you what it is right now. It's LSU, okay? Yeah. So the expectation is always going to be through the roof. Yeah, but LSU ain't been LSU for a, a, a hot minute. No, we got you know Tommy what I mean? Tanks, you got these transfers coming in. Everybody expects LSU to be this year to be legit, right? We're going, do, we're, going to, we're going to Omaha. Well, listen to me. That's that's everybody's expectation, right? But we all know, man, the SEC is a freaking beast to get through. In oh, it's a season. it's a bustle. And I still expect us to be at the top of the dogs at the end of the yeah, year, right? Yeah, 100%. But we have to, like Tyler said, you have to get your bullpen right. If you can't walk out a Sunday starter and get you through five, I'm telling you right now, when it's a tournament season, when it's, it's two out of three, you have to be able to throw the arms out there. You got to be able to do it. Because you, uh, you, you so, cannot rely on your offense game in and game out to get it done. So is is this where – And another thing with the defense, okay? The pitch has been so good lately because we face mediocre teams, right? Now, when you get in the SEC, you're going to be having teams put the ball more in play, right? And our shortstop, I know, I know he had a rough season last year. I'm still not sure he is the guy yet. Can he, in a fresh situation, deep in the hole, make a throw to first that he needs to make? And now we got, we got, uh, shit, what's his name? Our, uh, the first baseman, uh, 
Trey Morgan. Trey Morgan. He had him playing left field. He has moving around. He had him playing first again. He's got to be playing first base because he can pick a ball like anybody else can play, you know, in college baseball. You have to solidify your defense first, right? I, I mean, I, I, so I think that their issues are a couple of different things. Number one, you always you have guys committed, and then you lose guys to the draft. There's nothing you can do about that. Number two, um, <laughs> I think this, and maybe this is just me overanalyzing things, and this is not their fault, but they've beat the shit out of people, and they've had they've played a lot of seven inning games because of the ten run rule, and I that's was, not their fault. I was actually gonna that's, gonna mention that before Jared yeah. was speaking about is this where those short games hurt us because in those two innings that you lose you throw some of those arms where they get to that opportunity to kind of prove themselves or go out there and just get some reps some game reps you know yeah i think so and that's not their fault because the visiting team has to request it so you can't stop it with the rule um like i saw johnson said the other day he was very thankful that blake dean said they would not do the 10 run rule in that game because he wanted to play nine innings. He had arms he wanted to throw. He knew LSU had arms they wanted to throw. So I think that plays a part in it. But this is my opinion, okay? And this is this is my maybe, you know, overanalyzing whatever thing too. But I think you see more guys throwing more balls in baseball in general because of what the game has become. So many people, when, when guys are in high school and when they're younger – all they worry about, all, all scouts even worry about is velocity and body types and all this. And I think, in my opinion, some of what's been lost is pitchability. Is yep. How do guys pitch? People people want to sign the guy who's throwing 99, 100 because, let's face it, that's the safe prospect. If, if, you, if you take that guy and he reaches his full potential, well, then – Jesus Christ! Nobody's gonna be able to hit the ball off of him. But right, look. But I'll, if you pass on him and somebody else takes him, you're the idiot. You know what I'm saying? I, but I'll put it out there like this. All right, that's a that's a fan problem. That's a coaching problem. That's a scouting problem. Because what do we celebrate? Velocity, strikeouts. Yeah, we well, we we, we sell about. Like, you can throw 97 with zero movement and get rocked. No, you throw 91, 92, but you got a little cut in your ball. But what what I'm saying is that we don't and Avery and like, Avery Avery's pitching coach talks to her all the time about a simple thought process of how I think as a pitcher, right? And look, he just coaches JUCO softball pitchers, and there's nothing against that, and there's no shame in that, or no, I'm not trying to degrade that by any means. But he's like, if you can throw three pitches and get three outs. I will be more impressed with you than if you throw 37 pitches and get three strikeouts and no run. Yep. It, same yes, shit, absolutely. but no one celebrates a three-pitch out inning. Three pitches, three outs, inning. Uh-huh. That's not – there's uh-huh. no There's no bulletin. There's give, no, me a, give me a guy who throws lower 90s that gets everybody to ground out all but, day long. But, we, but we, don't, we don't celebrate that shit. And I, so – no, I know. The average and fan doesn't. But the, the average the average fan doesn't. Scouts don't. Coach don't. You know, I mean, coaches may if they're if they're keyed in on that guy, right? But the the general thought process is, well, shit, I just need to go and strike out seventeen people a game because that's going to get me noticed. And you're right, it does. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It gets you noticed a lot more than if you were to throw a sixty pitch nine inning game where. You allow no hits. 
Well, maybe one hit or two hit. If you throw a no hitter, yeah, obviously. But you know what I'm saying. It's not that. It's not that bulletin board material, because you don't have the velocity, or you don't have the movement, or you don't have this or that because you didn't strike out all these kids. You know what I mean? It's we we are programming kids to to want to throw faster, or harder, or whatever, and get these strikeouts for these accolades to get noticed. But then when they get to that level, it's like everybody's that fucking good. Yeah. Then you get fucking rocked or whatever, and then you throw a lot of balls because you're trying to throw around people, you're trying to get people to swing and miss, or you're trying to do this, and it's not necessarily as advantageous. So how do you correct that? I, I don't know the answer to it. I'm just hypothetical, no, 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 no. hypothetical question, you know? I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think there really is an answer to it. And, you know... All, all of what you just said is 100% true and further further cements what I was talking about, about you need depth on the back end of the bullpen because pitchers throw less innings now because they throw so many pitches because there's so many strikeouts. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, schemes is unreal. But the guys swing and miss them or they foul off so many pitches because they're late on fastballs or they're fooled. So he has to throw more pitches because he throws the ball so damn hard. You know what I mean? So he lasts six innings instead of eight innings because – his stuff's too good. That sounds stupid, but it's the truth. And Skeens, that's, that's just kind of what happened. Skeens is like the guy that I wish JB would be, like the fucking man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> JB just throws 87 mile an hour change ups over the middle of the plate. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if I throw an 87 miles per hour change up, then. <laughs> because that's your fastball is 88 fastball miles an hour. You know what I mean? There's no difference. <laughs> Can I, can I bring up something really quick? Because y'all, y'all are talking a lot about pitchers. Please. The, the underdog. The underdog for every team. I got to give a shout out. What about all the catchers? There's a catcher in the relationship that pitchers or uh, a group of pitchers have with their catcher. Does that mean anything these days? Is there is there some insights where a catch or is just a catcher like, it, it used to yeah, be something, uh, I'll tell you, you that. Have, you got to have, yeah, have a swing to be top, you know, top news catcher. Or, or, Jared, does this go back to your point where if you're just a really well-coached ball club, can you can you make it? You well, know, I mean, make it for okay, look at LSU for a pinpoint for this situation. You have a freshman. Is his name Neil? I think it is named Tyler. Can you confirm yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, Brady Neal. Right, Brady Neal. So he came from, I think he came from IMG Academy. He's a true freshman. He can hit, right? He has a hit ability. He can drive the ball to gap to gap, right? So you had a guy the last two or three years, uh, what's his name? Uh, Malazzo. He's Malazzo. the worst hitter in America. Right. He can't hit shit, but he, he's one of the best catchers you can, you can find around. He can receive the ball as well as anybody. He can throw anybody out, but he can't hit, right? So what, is, what are they doing? They're playing Neil. Now, Neil can play catcher well, too, but he can hit. So, they're playing Neil over him, right? So, there's it's, your issue oops. with the college baseball is a different it's a different breed when it comes to that. It's a it's – a, Yeah, on, on, that, on that high of a level, you're saying when, when you're that competitive, you got to be able to put it all together. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a two-part game, right? And – a good catcher, to speak to your point, a good catcher will make a pitcher that much better. Yep. 
in college it becomes a little less important because the umpires don't don't crucify me Tyler for saying this, but the umpires are a little bit better. They they're still shitty umpires in, in the college they're level. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. All right. Well, you know. Me and you gonna oh. me and you gonna be college umpires pretty soon. No, I, there's no way we could do any worse than the guys that called the LSU games this weekend. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no possible way. You were so – never mind. Anyway. I, I, I was mad. I was mad yesterday. Yeah, I know. You were fucking – you, you like, quadruple or quintuple texted us because you were so pissed off. I can't – Like, dude, bam, I'm, bam, I'm, bam, I'm, bam, bam, bam. I was like, Jesus Christ, I've never seen Tyler get this animated about anything else. A bad home plate umpire can ruin a baseball game. They can ruin a game. Like, I didn't even want to watch the game. It was so bad. That's surprising. So, so this, is you, where, you, this is where I think are good. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, you watch the most random fucking games, dude. You'll, you'll watch, like, the school of the blind versus the school of the deaf, bro. Like, that's that, you're, like, you're like, oh, shit. So it comes on at 2 a.m. in the morning. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm watching that shit. <laughs> Come to the podcast at eight thirty at night. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I bet the school of the dead does a lot better at baseball than the school of the blind. I don't know, bro. Them blind dudes they they got to use all their senses. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Tyler, what do you think about like so Josh Pearson? He didn't get much playing time before a conference, and now he's starting, and he's he's been productive. I mean, I think he probably was just kind of the odd man out. Um, um, it, look, they got they have so much talent out there. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of based off of a feel type thing. Like Pearson's had some success, so he kept playing. Um, I, I, I would not be surprised if on Tuesday if Kling didn't play and Joe Bear played. Right. Um, I, I think I think it's just based off of series by series. You know, facing right handers, left handers. Um, I don't know. I, I've said from the beginning, I, I like Pearson. I wanted him in the lineup. Me but Jay too. Johnson knows, Speak- way, knows way more than me. So, you know, I mean. Just, I just- speaking of which, I know I sent this to y'all on maybe Thursday, but Mississippi State starter for Friday was the was the guy that threw right-handed. Then hit, the Saturday starter was the same guy that threw left-handed. Yeah, how fucking cool is that? There's a guy that he's ambidextrous. Yeah, I guess he throws like the upper nineties right and like lower nineties left. So he it's was the crazy. Friday he was the Friday starter, but he was also the Saturday starter from the opposite side. That's, that's well, I tell you what, that's hope, fucking nuts. You, you know what's insane too? I hope he didn't pitch this weekend because if he did, that means he went zero and two this weekend because State got swept. Oh <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you know sometimes Tyler, you can you know appreciate the talent to be able to do that. You know what I mean? He pitches at Mississippi State, bro. I'm not giving him no credit. You know, you can't write something left-handed, okay? Dude, I'm just joking. It's impressive as hell. No, 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 no. Don't don't back off of it now, bro. You crawfishing, bro. Like, you talk about... <laughs> you. I want to see you beat me in a three-point competition left-handed. I probably could. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't beat me right-handed. I don't know what you're oh. talking about. Oh my god! I, I seen you shoot. It's bad. Oh you look. You look like Herb Jones shooting three pointers, and it ain't I, good. I refuse, I refuse to watch them. Sorry. Bro. I dude. I, I look. Y'all know me. I've been a. I've been a pretty big Pelicans fan. I've lost interest. How can you not? But it's bad. 
It's bad, bad. I mean, I still keep up with them. Don't get me wrong. I read articles, but I I can't watch the games anymore, bro. It's like I can't watch the NBA anymore. NBA is bad in general, but the Pelicans is like mm, real bad. It's like it's like I've said this before. It's like watching JB trying to spit game without a wingman. It's fucking. It's crash and burn level bad. Like this is why this is why Bumble exists, man. Yeah, um, Bumble's your wingman. They see the bald head and they see the little glisten it has on it sometimes, and they just can't get enough of it. Maybe JB's become a firefighter. Yeah, I think so. Maybe he can pull something by that way. Yeah. I just saw your boy CD Deuce just signed a free agent deal. Who did you saw to? No, I didn't. The Lions for one year, eight million dollars. I'm gonna say one thing about CD Deuce, okay? Love him. I love, love him. I love him to death. He overestimated his uh, his worth, obviously. Yeah, the Eagles moved on from him. Yeah. He's a strong safety. That's all he is. Once again, he overestimates his worth. Second year in a row. I mean, it's kind of like you, JB. Even though you don't like them, <laughs> I mean, let's not let's not get too far away from the truth. You know what I mean? Well, JB, how long are you staying in town for? That's the that's the key. Uh, I'm staying in town for one day. One day. One day. What the my fuck did you come home for? Because it was my mistake in the first place. My license is expiring this week. And it's a Utah license, so <laughs> this motherfucker. Bro, you're, so, you're fucking like totally illegal, bro. Wait, what? He flew home to to redo his license, and then he's gonna fly back. Yeah, no, legit. My flight's at like eight a.m. Uh, Tuesday morning. Why did you fly into New Orleans then? <sighs> Man, okay, so I didn't. Oh, never think mind. This don't wrong. don't even worry about it, bro. Like it's fucking <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Just so say, I'm like, hey, be, I fucked up, okay? Wait, so like, move on. Yeah, pretty so you've been living so, in Louisiana for how long? Do you have a Utah fucking license? Uh, since 2020, before COVID. Boy, you lucky you didn't get locked up somewhere. What? Is that against the law? I would just say I just moved. Yeah, but with your personality, you going to say, hey, bro, let me search the car, bro. <laughs> you probably got a dude tied up in the trunk, bro. <laughs> I did. I did what? I said you probably had a dude tied up in the trunk if you got pulled over. <laughs> no, man, I don't know about that. It anyway, put it you, puts you it puts the lotion on the skin. Or else he gets the hose again. <laughs> I would take all the hose. I don't know what they're talking about. Dude, you don't need no more hose, bro. You need like Look, a, think, you need a housewife. Any time, yeah, that's true. Anytime I not a housewife, I definitely don't want that. Jesus. Anytime you I need- get on the, anytime I talk on the podcast, I feel like I make like a worse conversation. You guys are having such a good like in depth conversation about sports, and, and any comments after that just like degrade the podcast. That's because you need a wife in your life, bro. No, uh, women women are overrated, man. No offense, I'm all about woman power. I love women. I think they're amazing. Oh, nice. Be <laughs> <back> now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, 
I think a wife is overrated. No offense to all of y'all's wonderful wives. Oh, they I, I agree with you 100%, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not JB. That, not that they listen to this, but. So, JB, here's the real question. Yeah. What you going to do for your birthday on Wednesday, man? Uh, I can't. I can't believe you ain't even gonna be here, bro. I know. It's a bummer. Somebody, somebody got to do work, though. You know. So how old are you gonna be now? Uh, Thirty-three. Five. 30? <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-three going on sixteen. Five. I was gonna say five, but come on, man. You can't give. You can't give me like teenage years. No, probably not, bro. Like that's why Millie loves you so much is because like y'all are so much on the same level. She can relate to it. I just like to say I'm young at heart. That's what in my mind. Oh well. Just young at heart, man. You're you're young mentally, not physically, probably emotionally, oh. but you know. <laughs> uh, emotionally, I'm just numb. So physically, I'm old and I feel old. Mentally, young, too young. And emotionally, just doesn't exist. All right. So when when we throwing down for your birthday? That's the that's the biggest uh, question. Y'all y'all have to come to uh, no, Orlando. No, no, no. Fuck no. We're not coming to Orlando. We came there once and you didn't show up. Yeah, but y'all didn't y'all didn't let me know ahead of time. Bitch, I I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we let you know like two to, months ahead. Trying to ruffle some feathers over here, bro. I would I would love to come visit Jermaine. It's just doesn't really it doesn't really work time wise for us. Normal normal people's schedule don't really work like your schedule, JB. Look, just talk to your investors for Blazcam, and everything will be good. It's not the financial part, JB. It's the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, tell tell y'all investors from Blazcam to let y'all make sure you talk to your employers. That y'all need off. How about so you? Wait, time out. How about you tell your business partner that you need time off? No, no such thing. When you own a business, there's no such thing as time off. Bro. Bitch. I, never mind. I'm just. <laughs> hey, bitch. Call, call but, but, it, it, that, that, that was a subtle brag right there. I mean, uh-huh. whenever you're a business owner, there's no time off. Well, you How know. Yeah, he's never going to say, I'm going to touch the Doug Cleban Award before JB ever sees it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he, I'll fly back just, just to touch the award. Here's, here's what I do know, that, you know, Tyler and I own Blastcam 50-50, right? And if we got to travel, I'll travel 50% of the time, and Tyler's going to travel 50% of the time. <laughs> JB, what are you doing? I travel a lot. 90% of the time. So 90%. Do you really own the business or do you just like work for the business? You know what? Tis the uh, question. Probably both. Hmm. I, think, I don't I don't actually think he does what he uh, it goes back to what I said from the very beginning. I don't think he actually does what he says he does. He, this is really just like an undercover type thing. I think he sells cocaine. Probably. That's like that's actually where I'm leaning now too. I used to think it was for the FBI, but yeah. I, don't know, I, put, I put a little, I put a little, fat, what is it, fentanyl in there? No, oh, don't, no, 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 just fucking dude. <laughs> I didn't push the North Norcane in my life to know that. That's that's not good shit. <laughs> oh my god! You need to push happy, like happy shit, not shit that's gonna make you die. Okay. I do, I do push happy shit. I push uh, fitness. Fit, oh. <laughs> Fitness. Look, you you don't know how many airport conversations I have when people ask me what I do, 
everybody wants to talk about working out for some reason. And I'm all about it. I'm all about the conversation. Any chance I get to get to push health and wellness, even though I need to practice what I preach sometimes. But, you know, as is life, man. Here's one thing. Here's one thing I want to I want to tell everybody is that the uh, it's the small things that really matter. Right. Like just putting a smile on your that's, face. That's what a dude with a small dick would say. <laughs> so at the small stuff, man. Come on, that's what it is. It's I, the look, small I things that really thing. matter. It really is not the size of the ship, man. It's the motion. Yeah. Again, I, I stand my by motion. my. I stand by my point. <laughs> For all the bubble dates out there, listen to episode eighty-two. Nah, I don't think you want them to, bro. No, man. I'm all about transparency, bro. Put it Look, on your put you it on your that, Bumble profile. Yeah, dude, it's not the size of the chip. Three, 3.5. Oh, man, you know I'm better than that, bro. I, no, I don't know, but <laughs> I'm happy for you. You sure you don't? No, I fucking don't. <laughs> Tyler, Jared, can y'all help make this not weird? I'm know. just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, bro. <laughs> Jared, this is most of my conversations. So, well, you're welcome. What about well, look, look, what look, about look, fitness? Guys, I, what? I was, I was saying I'm, I'm I'm fixing to go, guys. It's past my bedtime. You can't go, Tyler. I love you. It's it's too late anyway. This thing's been going on for like almost an hour anyway. I swear you're fucking you're geriatric, bro. Dude, I got four games this week, dude. I'm tired. Let's go, Tyler. Right. I got I got three practices tomorrow, bro. What you talking hey, about? Before you go, Tyler. Well, good, Tyler, good luck. Tyler, so how's, games, how's it going, games. Tyler, of the, the high school baseball? That's, that's a conversation we can have off pod. Off pod. Gotcha. They're actually doing pretty well. Oh, man, I wish you nothing but luck, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, gentlemen, y'all enjoy the rest of this. Don't give JB too much hell, and I will see y'all soon. Yes, sir. Thanks. Tyler. Adios. Later, guys. Be good, man. But now that grandpa's gone to bed. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking driving home for just to get your license. Look, you didn't, you didn't even let you didn't let me explain my story. Bro. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, shame on shame on you. Well, so we had we have we had a training that I had to come to this week, and I planned everything around this training. Well, when I re- when I was <clears throat> booking my flight, I realized that my. Uh, that my license were gonna, was going to expire. and I'm sorry. I wasn't going to book a flight. I was supposed to drive because I was supposed to be between Orlando and Jacksonville for like a month and just stay there. And then I planned everything out. And when I looked at my ID, I was like, oh, shit, I got to come back in some form or fashion. So everything was already planned out. And, uh, yep, so I drove on Sunday, last Sunday, to Orlando did the training and then uh, just left my Mustang there and flew here, got a rental car and I'm going to fly back. So I'll be net. When I leave on Tuesday, I'll be going probably about three weeks, three to four weeks. What was your training based on? Uh, it's just like a, a day in the life of operations of uh, the studio. <laughs> the studio. You like squat thrusts and like show them how to do like deadlifts and shit like that. Aerodyne bikes uh, and shit. Like, no, this, this was more about like front of house stuff. So like the sales process and like how to greet people and like how to set up class schedules. And hey, how you like doing? 
All that. You ready to get your workout on? My name's JB. Here's how to do a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you how to do an ab plank or some stupid shit. <laughs> What's an ab plank? A plank, bro. A plank, a plank. Ab plank. Yes, Let me show you how to do this ab plank. Guys, hey, bro. You grab the bar right here and you press it. Yeah. Carl, oh, here's the real question. Your elbows, your elbows stay out? close to your body, not flared out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When are you going to come work out with me, man? Dude, you are never fucking home. What are you talking about? Like, when is he having the opportunity? Four months ago, four months from now, I will work out with you when you come back home, bro. I'm disappointed. No. I'm more disappointed in you than I am most days with Tyler. What do you mean? Because uh, the day that you wanted to work out, like, Katie was coaching softball. Two of my kids had practice. I was like, No. My ki- my wife didn't get home till nine thirty. It's a twenty four hour gym, dog. Yeah. Oh, he got your idea, dog. He I hear you, but it. for get some it. for somebody who don't go to work till like ten or eleven, <laughs> oh, quote, un- on, quote unquote work. Oh, I just got to open my computer and have a, a video message meeting. <laughs> I gotta physically. Video message meeting. I gotta be physically get up, go to work, and get in front of your computer. I gotta be physically present, okay? And what do you do when you're physically present? What do you do after that? Take phone calls and be on your computer. I gotta be there though. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I I wake up at five forty-five every single morning. I probably start work at like six thirty, and don't get done until like seven thirty. I would love to. I would love to change. Jobs with you for one day. Day in the life, bro. Let's do it. You we can, can work together. You come. Let's be on Zoom meetings together. Oh, uh, dude, I will. I'll, I'll change the book to your motherfucker. I agree with that. Fuck that. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to work forty-eight hour shifts. He doesn't normally, but even a twenty-four hour shift, like that's rough. Your area of responsibility, I'll put it, is a lot worse <laughs> than what I ever thought it was. I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It's not what I thought it was. Come catch the structure fire at five thirty in the morning. I'm okay, bro. I'm good. Here's the thing: what a lot of people underestimate, though, is that just the is it is it are you guys refer to like civil workers, like people who work for the the or, you know the the city or, or county or whatever it is or parish. Like, man, people don't understand what it takes to actually make uh, an area run, right? And so. That it's it's un it's unappreciated. It's almost like a catcher. Jared, you're a catcher, man. You're underappreciated. Well, I appreciate you, buddy. I was a catcher too. Yeah, but you're a catcher in a different way. No, that was that. Would... <laughs> you know, there's a there's a pitcher. Your house burning down and you going. <laughs> That's uh, a, a, the a, fucking. Are you making an interior Jared, attack or an exterior? Attack? Jared Jared came to my house one time. And we were just, we not, you know, cooked him dinner or whatever, him and his family. And he's looking around my house and he's like, man, you realize in about 35 seconds, this house would be completely fucked. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, be burned to the fucking ground. (laughs) My wife wanted to cry that night because she was like, are you fucking serious? I, we cooked this motherfucker dinner. You come to my house to tell me how quick it would burn down to the ground. <laughs> Is your fire fire extinguisher up to date, though? I don't have a fire extinguisher, bro. What do you like? You come on, man. You, you hold on a second, brother. 
So you and my you and my good buddies, and you have a fucking fire extinguisher in your house? No, I'm gonna Holy call. I'm gonna call shit. Blank City Fire Department. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> not not that's not the city I live in. Just FYI. Just yeah. just through the through conversations that you and I have had, you know. Even though there's a fire department. So what do you do with a grease fire? What are you gonna do? Throw a, a towel on it. Exactly. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, dude. Come on, bro. This you ain't know, no baby you, bag, bitch. Shit. You, you know how many gas we got through water in that? Bitch? Uh, a fucking lot, and then it's, <laughs> it fucking it, it rolls bad. over, bro, and Burns fucking goes. One time I was boiling eggs and I think I fell asleep and it boiled all the water out. <laughs> this was in college. And so all the water was out and it was just eggs in a really hot pot that was already boiled. And so my dumb ass goes to take it off the stove and put cold water on it. <laughs> the freaking eggs blew up and <laughs> burned me. It hurts so bad. <laughs> So for all those that people who fall asleep and their bald eggs are no longer balling, they're just hot, don't put cold water on them. They will blow up. Well, you know, not that I needed to know, but I pretty much already figured that that was going to be your response because, um, yeah, I've been to your house when you had people over and cooked more than yeah, you not, did at your I'm own not, house. I'm, not, I'm just not very handy, man. I, you know, I'm I'm not very. I'm not a handyman when it comes around. I can change a, a filter in the in the you know the AC unit. I can uh, cut grass. I can weed eat. I can change light bulbs. But uh, it ain't got shit about to do with handy, bro. Like you don't know how to cook. That's okay. I will show well, you. I mean, yeah. Please, can you cook dinner for me one night? Absolutely. That'd be great. You oh, you have you you've cooked me stuff before, or you haven't? You brought me leftovers. Nah, I wouldn't even call it leftovers. If it's, is it leftovers if you bring it the same night you cook it? I think so. No. You packed it up in like a little leftover thing. Carl hey, this is what we should do. We should we should do a bro a bro dinner. You know, Carl, you can cook for us. I'm gonna tell you right now, JB. Carl is the best Philly cheesesteak cooker in the nation. Did you know that? You missed those too, I, JB, while you were this. in uh, fucking I know. wherever the fuck you were at. See, Carl secretly hates me, Jared, and what he does is he cooks his uh, Philly cheesesteaks when I'm not in. Well, that sucks because let me tell you something. I can talk a lot of shit on Carl because we're boys. We talk shit about each other. But That's it. His Philly cheesesteaks are fucking legit. So what? what's the special ingredient? I don't like, even what, fucking what know. So special? All I can tell you is I've had Philly cheesesteaks besides Carl's, and it ain't Carl Anderson's Philly cheesesteaks. It's because you have I, a special. Do you have a special sauce? Sauce boss? No, actually, there's there's sauce. no there's no sauce to it, bro. It's because like I got bloodlines that run to Philly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it comes straight from the Italianos. You know what I'm saying? Like this, hey, this cat's Bayou Vista Philly all together, bro. Yeah, look, he's, my, from, the, he's from the trash. To my, the stash, my, dog. my fucking ancestors <laughs> from, the top, from, the, from the bottom to the top, dog. My ancestors are from Sicily. You know what I'm saying? They 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 tell me what to do. Did you do the 23 and Me and figure that out? No, I just know. I got it's that. Just, you, you feel it in your in your bones. 100, percent bro. Like you know, 
when to add the seasoning and the ancestors tell you to stop, bro. You know That's what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he got that little dick Philly in him too, bro. A little asshole. A little asshole, bro. Like just a little bit. Yeah, I, I can't little, get the little kick in. Bro. I can't. I can't fuck with them people up there. They 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 a different level. But you know, every now and then, like. But you also got that little. I Bayou it, Vista I trash it out. in him. Well. <laughs> Not everybody knows about the Bayou Vista, you know what I mean? It was a nice it was a nice place when I was growing up. It ain't Carl, so nice Carl anymore. Is a fucking shithole. Bro, you went to Como, bro. What you fucking talk about? Nicer than Bayou yeah. Vista. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Bayou Vista over Como. We didn't we, oh, damn, bro. We didn't have no Doug Cleveland reward for like, hey, the you you a good citizen, bro. <laughs> You didn't. Hey. You didn't violate any probation. You yeah. know what I mean. You didn't kill a motherfucker. Yeah, man, yeah. So I mean, you didn't. Here's vi- your trophy. Yeah, dog. thank you, bro. Hey, bro. It's like ten feet tall, bro. I can't wait, bro. It's like it's if if I swear to God, if it fits in this door, standing straight up, I would be I would be disappointed because <laughs> it keeps growing. You know have, what I mean? It's gonna have so much dust, you're gonna get a fucking allergy attack, bro. I'll clean it, bro. We'll we'll we're definitely gonna take a picture with it for sure. Tyler's got to be here for it though. Oh, I know. We it, it'll have to be at like three thirty because JB too. If JB in Chicago, New York, Arizona. Yeah, I mean that's a, that dude's a world traveler, bro. Oh, I know he is. I mean, he's a he's a he's a connoisseur, we, as they say. We we just need to all meet up in Florida. No, 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 no. You can't. Look, you can't. You can't shift it to where it works in your favor of where you at. You know what I'm <laughs> why, saying? Why like, not? Because that the. It's majority rules here, you know what I mean? And the majority is here, not in Florida. Yeah, but we can negotiate, though, right? All right. You're going to pay for us to come to Florida? Because if that's the case, then, yeah, we'll meet oh, your I'm ass there. over there. You know come what I mean? Yeah. Tell them I can come to Florida. <laughs> How about this? I'll pay for y'all to come to Florida. Just help me sell some memberships. And, and we'll be even killed. How many? How many? What's the what's the break even of how many memberships we got to sell? Uh, for a trip, uh, do I have to pay for everything? Like, uh, hell yeah, everything. everything. Yeah. Um, I'll be lying to motherfuckers but, left and right. I'll be like, dude, it'll make your dick eight inches longer. I promise you, if you sign up for this <laughs> membership, boom, done. What, what if it's a what if it's a woman? What do you say that? I'll be like, dude, you you need you wanted to get a best a breast reduction or more. You want Trent or TRT, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Included with membership right here. I think that may be illegal, fellas. I, I mean, I'm I not... it specifically a, says in our agreement that you can't do any kind of steroids. I'm not, I'm not an employee. I'm just trying to get my trip paid <laughs> yeah, for, I mean, you look, know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm not saying we're selling that package. No, I mean... We're just telling you, like, you know... I'm not an official employee of fucking... Uh, Base level, you know what I mean? Uh, you can be like us and drink a six pack, or you can get on trend and get a six pack. And you can probably <laughs> bust some motherfucking heads, bro. Right, like, there you go. Somebody breathes the wrong way. Little, you can have a little cough. <laughs> that <trend laughs> yeah, call, I huh? mean, it's that trend call. Somebody, win-win. somebody win-win. blinks the wrong way, you're going to flip your shit, but that's okay. <laughs> Y'all crack me up, man. I don't even. I don't even know what to say. Okay, so we gotta we gotta line something up where Carl, you cook us Philly cheesecake. Oh my gosh, cheesecakes, cheese steaks, 
and then uh, Jared, you bring the award, and then we we celebrate. The award's coming, bro. I'll cook. I'll cook them outside a corner bar if y'all want. You know what I mean? That'd I don't give great. a fuck. Let's let's talk to Barrett. Let's make an event out of it. Barrett, will, I mean, look, I'll sell them. Sell See, them I'll talk sell. I'll make you. So, I, I almost want to bet. Like we can sell the steaks and we can sell my Doug Cleaver award. <laughs> no, we gotta. We gotta keep the Doug Cleaver award, bro. Like that's a that's a that's a highlight. But I almost feel like I could sell more Philly cheesesteaks and you can sell memberships, bro. Oh, you're probably right. I mean, where you, you at? Where you at right now? Members number. Member wise, I think we're at seventy five. Dude. It's not bad compared to wherever we're. Where are you at in the road right now? That's what I want to know. I am about to get to Amelia. Oh fuck! Oh, you a long ways away. You went the yeah, back. You right. went the back way. Bro, I'm not going through I-10 ever since I got in that wreck. Bro, but like well, right well, now, bad, right now is the time to go to I-10. I'll cut you out the I car. Re- I refuse. So good. He got he got in the wreck on I-10. When? Uh, what? Going, about going a month ago? Yeah, about a month ago. It was bad. Yeah, my jeep got totaled. He was okay. Oh yeah, everybody oh, was that. okay. Thank, thank somebody, God, somebody yeah. merged into his lane, so he swerved over and clipped the next guy, and then he one eighty. Did a one, did a one eighty on uh, I ten. Like sounds like great times. Yeah, well, it wasn't. I was literally driving my jeep to Jacksonville, so it was. It kind of threw a little craziness in my in my game plan there but i am very thankful that everybody was all right and you know i got insurance so all that all hey that listen out. to this shit though before we before we end the person yeah. that swerved into his lane stopped and stayed there and they got yeah, they it, got it, they it, got it, ticketed because if they would have just kept going it would have been jb's fault yeah. like you don't you don't realize how lucky you fucking are but you know what, bro? Well, good people exist in this world. There ain't no doubt. It's very few and far between. But man, they still out there. You know what I mean? That's the ones you know. You have to hold tight, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in in all fairness to number one, they uh, that no nobody was ticketed. They, it was just who whose insurance they be claiming on, and then. Um, like I, I, I was kind of blocking them. So whenever, whenever I did my 180, they swerved back over to the right lane, and I was facing them the opposite way on the interstate. So I'm sure they still could have got away in some form or fashion, but I was technically like blocking them to to move. But they they still stuck around, and I, you know I think the longer that they were there, the less of the truth that they told. But all the statements were taken down and they, they were faulted. Well, but anyway, I'm glad you're still alive, buddy. Thanks, man. Yeah, same here. Now, now anytime I'm on I-10 or any big interstate, I'm like white knuckling it, man. I get all nervous. You just got to you, you just gotta pay attention to your surroundings, you know what I mean? Yeah. Use your use your mirrors, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I, I've once in my life, I've uh, drifted a fire truck in my life. I believe that. I have. You drifted it? I'm, yes, I'm surprised it. that you're going to say it's only once. It was a one time. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's every time you get in the motherfucker. Well, no, it was a one-time deal down a, a small road. I drifted that fucker down about a quarter of a mile. Yeah? 
Yeah, my good buddy in the passenger seat thought we were going to die. I said, no, I said, listen, buddy, just hold on tight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recorrect it just a second, bro. And I got it back on the road, dog. You know, hey, listen to me, dude. Every once in a while, you got to drift a fire truck, bro. It's I want like Tokyo Drift, but yeah. fire, fire truck edition. So if I, if I bring Graham to the fire station, can you Tokyo Drift us? I don't give a fuck what drift all the day oh. you want. Right. You might get shot at yeah. where I'm located at, <laughs> but you know, we will drift a fucking fire truck all day long. I just want to press the sirens, man. Can I play with the sirens? Yes, you can. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of funny because uh, anytime we see a, a fire truck or we talk about fire trucks, he's like, "Oh yeah, Mister Coach Jared drives one of them." That's that's Mr. Jared. He's a firefighter. Mr. Jared, I'm like, dude, if you knew about Mr. Jared, you would you would be he wouldn't be your idol right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's your idol because he's a firefighter. But if you knew Mr. Jared, Mr. Coach Jared, like I know Mr. Coach Jared, you'd probably be like, damn, he's a drunk just like you, Dad. <laughs> If he, knew, if he knew most firefighters, he would go the same way. Well, I mean, let, look, let the kid dream, Carl. Let the kid dream. I look, I don't, I don't crush his dreams, but man, to do that job or to do any like civil service job for what you guys are paid for, what you fucking do, yeah. I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it without drinking either. Underappreciated. Bro. Underappreciated, man. Underappreciated. Yeah, I love it. You want to do it? That's for sure. It's a. It's more of a. I don't want to say a moral-driven thing, but to some degree it is, you know, uh, or a, a substance-driven thing of helping other people. You know what I mean? you say we're all hooked on we're feeling, Substance abuse? Yeah. No, no, I'm talking it means something to you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%, bro. Because if it don't mean nothing to you, you ain't doing the fucking job. Uh, no. You know, because it, it, ain't, it ain't the pay... It's it's about doing something for somebody else. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. And there's there's a lot of value to that that a lot of people don't realize. A lot of people don't appreciate. So somebody's got somebody's got to show up, and your house is burning. Your your car is raised. Somebody's got to show up. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate even you. even yeah. though every time I see you, you fucking pouring shots down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> That and somehow, fire, fire hey, likes to have fun. wait, can I can I tell you one thing, JB? Yeah. Jared has an uncanny knack for pouring shots down my throat, but it's also my fault that everybody else is so fucked up. I don't know how he does. Like, he's what, look. What happens, what happens there? Because if nobody's looking, he's the one that pours them out. So and he's like. So JB, but I'm, if anybody I'm, I'm, else I'm like, is, I'm like a recon marine, bro. I'm undercover. <laughs> I can pull this bitch out and give it to you like nobody's even seen it. Carl's just Love like, it. Carl's way out the way. He's like his arms are flailing, and he's like, "Hey, bro, let's take this shot." I'm like, I'm yeah. passing that bitch to you so slow, and nobody's talking. Here you go, bro. No, I think I. It, I'm going to tell you where the difference, the difference is. The difference is nobody's around. Jared's pouring them up, bro. Like left, right, left, right. Look. Boom, boom, right. Boom, 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 boom. If there's anybody remotely around that is going to hold even an ounce of judgment, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, bro, it's time for a shot. Why don't you go to pour? So go pour them. <laughs> and look, me, I'm like, fucking right. Let's do it. 
bap, 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 bap. I'm pouring them. I don't give a shit. And so then everybody's all fucked up. And it's like, well, goddamn, Carl was pouring all them goddamn shots. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm the only one that scapegoat, I'm the only one that people saw pouring shots. But you know, I might have poured one, and Jared poured fifty seven. And yeah, I'm bro. like, I'm the guys in Vietnam that never was there. Bro. <laughs> you in the bamboo, bro? That's what you <laughs> you you're hidden in the bamboo. That's the, what you do. I was a ghost that hit you. You never knew it was there. That, that's for fucking truth. I always catch the blame for it. My wife and your wife both look. look goddamn, Carl was the one that was born on them goddamn shots. And look, sometimes I, sometimes it's on me. I hear that. I I wear that, bro, like a like a a silver star. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times it ain't on me. I just take that lick. You know what I'm saying? You just fucking never know when I hit you. <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing that I that I know is that Jared sounds like you and I just need to hang out more often because well, yeah, like, if, there's, if there's a shot, I want to take it. Let's go. Well, you know, to hang out, you got to be present, JB. Oh, I'm about to go. say, <laughs> I got to see you in person. I can't, I can't fly you a shot to Chicago. Dog. No, I mean, I mean, you could if you really want. I mean, look, bro. <laughs> um, I'm just messing with you. Well, look, I, I just like this idea, you, Jared. You're like the shot ninja. Just assassinating Carl left and right. That's right, bro. He's got a way about it that where you know, again, no one really knows that it's him. He's caught his own fair share of uh, slack for it, but um, I've caught my unfair share of slack for it. <laughs> Just wore that shit, you know what I mean? So as it's, to it's not probably, like it's probably kind of like me, me on this podcast. It's just like too easy, right? It's just too easy to probably, yeah, probably it's too, so. Too easy to sing. He knows. Out, he knows that if he's like, hey, let's take a shot. He knows I ain't gonna say no. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. I'll pour him up. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. a week later, when everybody's like, oh, you motherfuckers were too drunk. Y'all did this. Y'all did that. God damn it, Carl! You was the <laughs> motherfucker. I'm like. <laughs> Damn! What the fuck? I was just I, trying to have a good time. I was just trying to, you know. Like I tell you, bro, I'm like a Navy SEAL. I attack when nobody <laughs> expects it. <bro. laughs> I can water, hey, air, or land. I, I can appreciate it because up. look, either way, I'm having a good time, bro. <laughs> yeah, like 100%. that's it. it I'll catch. I'll you, take the blame or not take the blame. Right. It don't matter. Hey, yeah, you're right, JB. Sierra Land, baby. Right. Yeah, pool. there you go. Sierra it could be Land, an ocean. But... It, you know, where the fuck is going to happen? Then, it's it's going to happen though. That's that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking shot ninja over here. That's gonna be your new nickname, man. Every I'll time you're on the podcast, we gotta we we gotta uh, introduce you as the shot ninja. Well, you gotta be present, and then we'll take I a shot. To- Everyone, thank you for listening to episode 82 of On a Bucket Podcast. We were a little bit long-winded today, so we're going to split this one up, and we're going to have an 82.2. So be on the lookout for a shorter episode coming soon, and hope you enjoyed. And as always, thanks for listening.